Someone has to say hi though. Hi hey. guys. Hello world. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, here take we a charge. Hey. Got Dre, Alan, Chris. Oh man. Yes, we are here. You it's a lovely this. night. You should do this for a living or something. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, when I do it, I feel like I'm on delicious dish. Why? Happy delicious to be here. Dish. So excited to be here. The SNL sketch? Oh, the the sh- sweaty, and, sweaty balls. Yeah, and uh, then I guess oh, oh, thanks. You had to bring the balls back. back. Oh, it's exciting. It's exciting. Oh man. <laughs> oh god I've been That's watching this start. sweater weather skit quite often lately remember that no, so no. sweater weather no. sweater weather no alright sorry um, yeah keep going Tiff you're doing fine well <laughs> so Tiff what, what what have you been doing lately <laughs> where have you been you my most recent trip was to is... Chicago and I went to Chance's Magnificent Coloring Day cool oh man how was that it was amazing it was this festival he put on and um, the lineup was everyone from People I didn't know, like Lil Uzi Vert, that was like, that's not, uh, some, that's not someone I, yeah, that I really <laughs> you uh, like them? knew about. I don't know. What about that other guy? I get them confused sometimes. Little uh, Yachty. Yachty. Yachty, yeah. Little Yachty. Yeah. Uh, Young Thug was on the set list, but the day ran really long, and I think he was late, and so oh. he ended up not performing, but I mean, I, I don't personally feel that's like. That's the way it bees. Um, anyway, so, and Tyler, yourself. the creator, who is one of my favorite people to see perform. Hmm. And um, then, so Tyler's set was cut short, I think, one, because everything was running late, and then two, because Kanye decided to show up and surprise everybody. Ah. Everyone was saying he's got to show up, but then everyone else was like, well, Kanye has a show that night in Nashville, so he can't possibly show up when Chance goes on. Um, But Kanye showed up at like... Two o'clock in the afternoon, two thirty or something Private like that, jets, baby. and just nice. shut everything down. It was in the stadium where I the saw, where the Sox play. Was yeah. it your your Instagram or something? Like, it was my Snapchat. It was like cucarachas people, were coming yeah. from the top. People going were down. jumping down from Oof. the stands yeah, onto it. the field, just rushing. It was straight Walking Dead, like no, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very World like War Z. if you were in the middle of that, like if you were standing in that place, you probably had to jump down too, just because it was so. It seemed really dangerous. Yeah. And security wasn't even going to fight it. At that point, they were just helping people down just so people <laughs> just so people didn't get hurt because so it was crazy. I'd never seen anything like that before, and I'd never seen or felt such energy. And I've, and I've seen Kanye live before, and that was also crazy energy. But when he came out in Chicago with, and then Chance came out later, and just the vibe, everyone knew every breath of every song, and he didn't even say a word. He just did banger after banger after banger. He did like select verses of songs from all the albums and then they ended with Ultra Light Beam when Chance oh came out gosh. out of nowhere and it Oof. it really like That's I cool. had chills for <laughs> the whole time. You can take it to the grave. And it really uh-huh. it, it really was that that moment I think I'm never going to forget that moment for Oof. the rest of my life. It who was else? really really I'm going to put this nuts. question out there guys. Who else has that pull that could make people do something like 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 currently. I obviously the Beatles back in the day or something. Who else currently has pull like that? Yeah, I honestly I I, after seeing this last one, I really don't know because it was 
something I'd never seen before. Different audience, but like maybe if Daft Punk came out of the floor of the stage, something like that. I don't mm. know. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think that that chaotic. I mean, maybe if it was Daft Punk, you know, in somewhere else in the world, yeah. but right, right, right. Not but in, like not in this Chicago, is Chicago. Yeah, no, no, no. this is Southside not in, Chicago. Not in no one else in hip hop. And this was just no incredible. In they brought a few other, like they brought Common out like, later on. John Legend was on the set list, so he mm. performed. Like everyone and he brought was Common in Chicago. Um, and, but the, those are Chicago guys. Yeah, John Legend. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. That was amazing. Uh, oh, Alicia Keys. They're like never there. Never Alicia there. Keys was on the set list. She really? was so good. She really? was so good. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. And, um, I've been down on her lately, just in yeah. general. Well, I love, yeah. I love the song In Common. That's uh-huh. a good song. I really, really like that song, and she performed it in was amazing and uh then of course chance went last and uh well not last skrillex went after chance why i i, I don't know Who? i'm not really sure why how do you not close your own festival I, it's his I festival don't know. Um, um francis and the lights was on earlier in the day first and um chance was just like so positive and such like he's all about just these this you know, he he hashtags a lot of um, his tweets and pictures and stuff, Black Boy Joy, which I think is something uh, really good because you need to create this narrative where people, um, you know, there's obviously a lot of pain right now and have been for a, few, for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of violence and a lot of just sadness and with with perfect right to have that. But also there's a lot of things to be happy about. Yeah. There's life to be lived right. and there are people yeah. succeeding and creating art and, and making things better. And just to have that, he is Black Boy Joy personified mm. and to and be able dope, to watch he, it. He's not in denial about the stuff that's going on. Oh no, on. he's completely aware. But he, like he's showing people the hope side of yeah. things, the joyful part of, of life and right. stuff like that. Which and, is... and you know, when he does, you, you can say what you want, things can go either way, but when he does songs where he says, I speak to God in public and is unashamed about it, and says things like "Are you ready for your blessing?" and creates this kind of narrative around that. Then it's it, that's amazing too. Can True. I say something though? Then um, he says, "You don't want no problems with me. <laughs> I'll be yeah, in the lobby." But, <laughs> well, yeah, he hey, does. Um, did you guys see the interview with uh, Stephen A. Smith and uh, uh, not Stephen stand. A. Smith? I'm we sorry, talked about this. Yeah, no, Skip Bayless and Lil Wayne. That like last week. I, I heard about. It, I didn't see it. Yo, so Lil Wayne. <sighs> Is gonna like open up a lot. Oh, so, Lil Wayne was there too, by the way, with two chains. Uh, he, what oh, that's that man. That's great. Kelly Grove. Wow, crazy. Yeah. Um, in the interview, he Little Little Wayne claims that it's really interesting. He's claiming that he's never experienced racism in his life. What? Yeah, I heard about this. He says that he doesn't want to be ignorant and say it doesn't exist because of his blessings. He's never experienced racism in that's his entire possible. life. And he says that uh, um, that it he doesn't know how big the r- racism in America really is when he does uh, he he specifically talks to this uh, hip hop concert he does in Westchester, and he's saying he couldn't find a black person in his entire show. Westchester, hmm. PA, or Westchester, New nah, York? No, I think like New York, like a bunch of. He said it was all white kids, and it, it just he's like, and and he's trying to figure out. Um, why, why, like how these things are happening when this is happening in his shows. I just thought it was really, and then Shannon Sharp is there and he's right. just like, well, you're privileged, brother. 
And uh, and he's like, I, he's like, and he I doesn't, he, he didn't deny. It was just a very entertaining like, like interview. I, I you guys got to see this thing. It is. Just, I thought it was really, really, really. Um, he, how did how did he seem during the interview? Did he seem uh, like on, fair, on purple, high, <laughs> scissor? <laughs> okay, that's okay. Sounds, that, now, that's now, right. now no, sounds... no, no. But he's he's he, uh, apparently this has been an ongoing conversation with him and man, man not for nothing. But Skip Bayless does a. Uh, uh, he does a really good job talking about like uh, uh, these topics in in sports. Yeah, uh, he he's very sensitive in 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 talking about race and sports and having his opinion um, put out there with uh, sometimes for sometimes against. Um, and he's very very strategic in his wording and how he approaches things like this, which I I miss with. But uh, is it possible in these times that an African American young man could say that? Like he's never experienced racism. I think Al's experienced racism. Who? <laughs> Alex. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh. I, why would he say that? Like, I, I, I think to be anti, to go against yeah? what they were talking about, so? not give in to, you know. What's your take? I don't think that. I think it's more of a semantics issue. I think what he is calling racism is not what a lot of other people Mm. are calling racism, uh, vice versa. I think it's, I think it really has nothing to do with whether he has actually experienced racism or not. Do you think he's just a looney tune? I don't, I don't want to use that phrase. Um, Because he has have a silver spoon in his mouth, like for quite some time. He started off very young. TCM host, you can't use that phrase. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Come on, keep it classy, bro. You don't, you don't think um, because he's he's been in the limelight since he was like 13 years old. Yeah. You know. There's no way. It's not possible. It's not possible. Yeah, I, I think maybe he's maybe he's thinking like he hasn't like been like verbally abused or like beaten up because he was black. Maybe he's just me. Yeah. No. Yeah, some people, yeah, okay. some, and, and yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people think racism means 1950s, right. hosed down by policemen, right. dogs chasing you down the street, um, family members being lynched. I think a lot of people still take that as the definition of racism. Right. Well, he has Getting been arrested. Me? He's been arrested so several like, times, like a few times. People, that, that amazes me that people think that. So if you're a person of color, and you're walking in the store, and people follow you because they think you're going to steal something. They wouldn't think that was racism. No, no, I'm, I, I'm sure many, most people even do yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Especially from people of color. But I'm saying, like people in general, um, I think still when they think of racism, um, and these are, I'm talking about specifically people who tend to think there isn't racism in this world. That they're thinking of the. What you when you type in racism on Google Images, what that presents right, to right. you? Dogs, and I water, do think that people being sprayed by water. And that a lot of people who think we are in a post-racial <clears throat> society think that because of that, right? And they're not instead going into um, the history of things and how you well, know. Just wait. Yeah. Someone's going to get killed any right. minute now. Yeah, just wait. any of those. Wait for anything. it. Unfortunately, right? Yeah. And I mean, I I I, I people that think that like the post post racism society deal, they're thinking like, oh, okay, once the sixties happened, Dr. King did what he did, and that was it. There's no more seg- you know, there's you know, there's no, no more segregation yeah. in schools or anywhere. Sure, their reasoning is right. segregation is over. Obama's your president, right? And especially you know, that, and and yeah, they're thinking 
and I don't want to, again, this is not like a generalized, like everybody thinks this way, right. um, but the, a lot of people use that. As yeah, that's, that's crazy. Right. And yeah, that's the thing. It, like, you, you got a black president that should be good enough for you. Uh, to be, you know, that, that's, no, that, 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 that's out there. You think that's not out there? That's definitely yeah, out there. I've read that. so no. many tweets that I'm have sure. said that. It's I thought it was a, a, I just thought it was interesting, like, not interesting, but it made me think, like, do more people feel that way that are privileged black Americans? Sure. Like, yeah, I sure. wonder how interesting. many privileged black Americans are You know, you hear so that. much about from one, one side of the spectrum. Sure. And it, it just was just like, yeah, I, I would have never thought he would say that. Yeah, so that so? that is an interesting. Well, like, man, do other privileged African Americans feel like, like that? But a lot of like, it messes with me. Not not messes with me, but like, like how could I say this? Uh, a successful black businessman, and then they're they're uh, they don't follow suit with you know certain parties that favor them. That's weird. Like like someone like Jay Z, and he's like. He he's just like a big. Is he a Bernie guy? What is he? Do you know? Uh, well, politically, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not sure. They'll, they'll I don't probably say, say that. Clinton now, but yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I just thought that they won't favor big business, but you know, it kind of is what what's made them right. Big business. I just think it's weird just seeing different people's perspective and some of these choices and stuff. What am I doing? Sorry. A lot of people don't. Uh, people haven't really been speaking on it lately. Cause they can't. Huh? <laughs> Cause they can't. They don't. They. It's, it's no some some key people well, now, endorse, now because of the like, two Hillary and I haven't seen like um, a pop culture person endorse Trump you know Scott Baio and freaking that was the best remember that Antonio there's gonna be stars <laughs> huge the dude from Duck Dynasty huge. he probably was the biggest name right that probably. was on that whole thing that was yeah. Scott Baio yeah. yeah Scott Baio and the guy from Duck Dynasty <laughs> whatever it's a joke man they're friends. I'm convinced they're friends, I, and I, they I, plotted this thing a long time ago. I, I, I'm convinced. I, 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 yeah. Well, you you've been saying that. I, been, I said that a long boys, time ago. You're on the record. They're there's close. pictures of there's pictures in the '90s of them all yeah. together. Oh yeah. Him yeah. and his old wife with with Bill and Hillary. Yeah, absolutely. They're friends. I, yeah, it's total. Well, they hey. run in the same, and so many of the same. They've had to cross paths in a yeah. lot of. If you're in like high society in New York, which right. they were for so long, you've had to cross paths. Yeah. So yeah. Many yeah. Times. We're totally being dude. Anyway, on a lighter note, <laughs> there were some amazing festivals in New York. Like, uh, dude, this weekend was just crazy. Yeah, with the meadows and everything. <laughs> and no one, none of us went to that. No, you no. didn't go to none of those. No, New York Film Festival was happening. So yeah, at oh, the same man. time, we have a That's lot right. to talk about to yeah. all these smokes. Oh, wait, we're freaking welcome, boring. Wait a second, I feel so old Let, and boring we are. when we talk to Tiff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to see. Hey Billy guys, Joel. for the next half hour, Let's Tiff go. is going to talk about everything that she does and she's doing. Well, uh, Mike's down. Tiff, go. No. <laughs> no, but I uh, we, we can I can lead into a film. I I, I did see a film that I really okay, enjoyed okay. on Hulu this uh, this week. Uh, Beatles, the, the Beatles. Yes. Wait, was, oh, how was that? Yo, was it's oh, amazing. Yeah. Yo, it was sound like Trump. Know, yeah, dude, <laughs> it was amazing. It was so <laughs> great. <laughs> it's so great. Yo, I'm sorry. Yo, Alec Baldwin did an amazing he, job. Yo, he's the, he's just oh, doing the rest man. of his life. I, I didn't watch it. No, yet. I mean, there were a few things. I, I was watching it like he prepared for this role. Like he was preparing for The Departed, Glengarry Glen Ross, yeah. Hunt for Red October, all put together. <laughs> like that amount of work. And then other people were tweeting, he prepared more for this sketch than Donald Trump prepared for the debate. That's oh, right. That's, that's actually like, good. That's, that's like, accurate. oh, boom, that's, so that's it. That's what it is. Yep. Didn't it on the same episode, uh, didn't someone, the, the, What's the black uh, hosted like the six times. news uh, host? 
He dropped that. Michael Che. Didn't he drop the N word? Um, did he? I don't. Um, I like don't remember that. But that, he was that, definitely. He was definitely saying things that were making people uncomfortable during mm-hmm. Weekend Update about you know just like people dying and everything. And it, but it. I think it was See? so. I think it was so necessary for him to do it in that way. And then he's just like a really, really great comedian because the way he was able to then he's bring funny. it around. He's funny. I just don't think he fits with Weekend Update because even as he did the... He really? Played, yeah. Oh, I, I think he's yeah. great with Colin Jost. Oh, I think the, what, what dude, they have together... I think, yeah. They're, I mean, big they're, they're, they're two of the... Two of, one, of, one of the best things is, is that's left is those two. God, that was so hard to say. That's a popular fan. I think so. I think it's really... I don't... I found myself laughing with Tina Fey and Seth substantially more oh, than but I yeah, but You're not going to see them no more, though. But some people were saying they missed Dennis Miller when Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were on. I wasn't one of them. I love... Dennis Miller. You know, God. so there's but always... This girl was good. There's so Cecilia many... Cecilia Strong was doing it for a minute. Oh, I she love was Cecilia, good. Cecilia Strong. Why did she... Yeah. Why did they get... Well, she's on every... She's on so Every many sketches. Skit. She's yeah. like the Michael Jordan right she now. Did she, her, yeah. she did Lynn Manuel. Uh, yeah. Sorry. No, oh, that was incredible. So no way. So good. Love is Max. love. Is it's love so, <laughs> so good. Good. Not this past Saturday, right? Yeah, this past Saturday. Saturday. Oh, when good he up. did his Tony's? Damn it. No, they uh, did. Uh, they did his Tony. They, Tony's. No, they did. Um. Uh. It was Family it, Feud. Family Feud Celebrity uh, Political uh, Edition. So it was Trump versus it was I Trump supporters versus Hillary supporters, all celebrities. It was great. It was amazing. <laughs> so good. And then my well was with Hillary. And, and Kate McKinnon is yeah, she's on another. She's amazing. on amazing. another planet with how fantastic she is. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't say they're amazing because they're getting so much material to work off of. Like this person right now. Once this is over, it's gonna be rough. Yeah, they got but so they came in, out with it. I no, no, but like, even in the the what they did was it was like the roundtable discussion with actresses, and Kate McKinnon was playing um, like a virgin, like an older actress that had lived through the Hollywood studio era. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And um, that so that was, what was her just, name. Was it good? I don't remember. Yeah, it was yeah, so it was good. Really Everything she was saying, because all the actresses were complaining about, um, like actual real issues though that yeah. that actresses go through today, like um, pay gap and um, being limited to certain roles or things like that. But then she was complaining about problems actresses had back then, which was like being drugged and like all this <laughs> stuff. And it doesn't sound funny that, that I'm saying it, <laughs> but, right. it, but it was it was very, very um, like biting and funny. And she's just incredible. What do you think of The weekend? Was that? I didn't even watch. <laughs> I, I, didn't watch li- I like the, the, the Daft Punk song. His transitions are amazing. No, he performed he perfor- that. Yeah. He, perfor- he was a, the he was oh, a musical he did. guest. Yeah. I'm so out of it, man. <laughs> he, was, he was a musical guest. I DVR'd it. I didn't watch none of this stuff. Um, yeah, he, I like the, the songs. I, I'm just not feeling... It's his uh, hair. Perfor- it's his hair. He cut it. I know. Oh. Yeah, but he, 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 he performed because the, the performance is literally just him standing there. There wasn't Ooh. anything going on. Not yeah, lighting it or it was lighting. Yeah. I mean, there's okay, but yeah, so there's, there's always lighting. There's all, all that stuff is. You I know. haven't really listened to that new song I mean, that he, much. He cut his hair. He looked like Dominican Lou now. <laughs> Dominican <laughs> Lou, dude. Wait, but when that's exactly what I thought. When Keenan does Big Poppy. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Mofongo. I had some mofongo. Yeah. Some Wait. Viste. The best. <laughs> The best thing in SNL <laughs> is when they can't contain themselves and they like take a second to laugh. I'm like going to endorse mints. Yeah. Some endorsements? No, I'm going to endorse mints. <laughs> <laughs> I 
just and then he does the clap. I didn't see it. He just did fungo. <laughs> you gotta see it. Everybody, everybody. I'm gonna go home and watch it. Yeah, it was great. I'm gonna call you guys. Yo, this was so funny. You're right. He just starts like rattling off like. Names of random Spanish dishes. Mofongo. <laughs> Mofongo. Bistec. And uh, like, like arroz and habichuelas. And Queso frito. Keenan's <laughs> <laughs> great, man. Keenan's oh, really so good. Yeah. I hope he gets paid more than the rest of them. Yeah, no, no, some uh, of them should be. Yeah, I think so. I think that's why he's he probably still to. there. He's been there for 14 years. That's yeah. amazing. That's, Crap. that's, that's so amazing. amazing. I feel old. I, yeah, I remember him on all that. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he the old... The, has he been on in the longest of any, any Pretty cast sure. Daryl Hammond's been on there very long time. But he's, he's not he's in the up cast. There. He's, he's not in the there. cast cast. He's, no. all, he's an announcer. Oh, oh uh, you mean of the current cast. Yeah, right. he's probably the most... I no, of any cast you, member. Yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. Yeah. I thought you were saying, like, yeah. record. Yeah. Um, Daryl Hammond's got to be up there. Daryl Hammond's up there. Tim Meadows is up there. Yeah. Uh, and, but Keenan's up there, too. Yep. 14 They might years, be, like, dude. the three highest... Yeah. I know Daryl Hammond But he's there made for, for that He's, he's totally that. made for that Yep he's, mm-hmm. not, he's not very good at movies Yeah <laughs> Right And if we can continue This SNL discussion To say that This coming Saturday Lin-Manuel yes. Miranda Yes is oh, yeah. He's host. hosting yes. He's hosting It's about time man And it's going to be Did you see his legendary. new look In GQ Yeah 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 man yeah. Your boy switched it up Big time Well, yeah, yeah. He cut his hair Because he only grew his hair For the show yeah. He's looking slick man. He, lo- he looks how he did Him and the weekend Had two for one specials Oh god Oh my god Come on man <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard at your own joke? Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't. Why are you getting defensive over there? Lim Manuel. She loves him. Make fun of him. She loves him. Nah, he looks great. All jokes aside, he looks great. She was like, he looked like that before, right? That was just for Hamilton, he looked like that. All right, he looked no, he like that. No, he had the ponytail before. joint in, in when he was doing the high I thought he always had a ponytail. No, 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 he, he didn't. Short hair before. Nah, he crushed it in, in GQ. It was a great, great, great change. Look, I'm all for it. I don't. Yeah. I don't like the weekend's haircut at all. Though I don't like it's it. It's his signature. Like, like he could silhouette like that joint, and you know it's him, so it's dope. It's true. But now you can't. It's dope. It was different. I like uh, that he had that big chunk right, of lock. Yeah. Like, what took this guy so uh, Lin Manuel to uh, so long to do SNL? Oh, he had this thing. Yeah, <laughs> he had this uh, show yeah. called Hamilton. That he was yeah. doing eight days a week. And then once he finished Hamilton, they they weren't rec- they weren't yeah, recording. You, do you know what he's doing? No, no, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Oh my god! It's almost—it's a miracle that he's Tell even him. doing it now. True, <laughs> you think so? But he's about to go to London and do Mary, Mary, Poppins. Mary Poppins. Then he's going to help write the music for The Little Mermaid, and he's going to help situate Hamilton in London. But he helps there... start Chicago Hamilton. Right. I get it. I get it. Is but he is doing there... something for 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 uh, Mary Poppins, or yeah, is he he's just in it. acting? No, but is he also writing stuff, or they just? He might be. I'm sure he's going to be writing the songs that he's going to be singing. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, if yeah. They, if they, if it is musical, yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen. But is there too. a bigger? Wow. Well, there, there has to be bigger. But SNL's a big deal. Yeah. Like you've like made it. I think it's 42 years, dude. Yeah, yeah. no, but like, can't you put pause, plus, uh, press pause real quick and on well, what, what and do you mean? On. Well, I guess they are. Well, that's doing what he's doing now. Recording, yeah. That's what he's doing now. And and look, he he wasn't be able to put pause on his on his on the show. You when can't he was do that. On. Yeah, yeah, you can't do it when it's a Broadway play. You know how taxing that is physically. Like right. you, you have to to do SNL. You have to give a week yeah. of your time yeah, first yeah, yeah. of all. Yeah, that's true. And if he's gonna if he's gonna take a week off from the, from his from from Hamilton, he's not gonna go do something else. He's gonna yeah. take, take off. Yeah. Because it's like grueling. Yeah, guys. So Hamilton's going to London. 
But it's, all, it's also traveling around the United States, right? Well, it's, Chicago. It's sh- situated in Chicago. Like, right. sh- Chicago is a different thing. It's like like their version of Broadway. Right. So it's, there's it's, a whole cast there that's, that's, that's a staying tour. there. That's Chicago. Yeah, it's not a touring oh, Okay, thing. okay. Then okay. it's going to have a national tour where it does various cities around this country. Okay. And then it's going to be have its own London thing. West End. Okay. Um, yeah. And then the, yeah, the that, Hamilton have, like, Ice Capades is the last. Right. Yeah. Then it's Hamilton, Hamilton on Ice. Hamilton on Ice, <laughs> yes. There it is. Do you ever go see those Dis- like Disney on Ice? Yep. Yeah. I think I, I, I saw... I've never seen one. I did not. I think it was like Lion King or something. I don't remember. Okay, can we talk about the Beatles thing again, though? Go yeah, back. man, go, go back. for it. I go didn't for talk it, about Al. the Beatles thing. Then. I didn't know that was an only Hulu thing. I yes, thought that is. was something that was coming out in the theaters. No. It, it did come out in theaters. It's, out, it's in some theaters now. Oh, it is? Oh. Yes. Uh, it, it's playing oh, okay. in that it's IFC joint Gardens, on in the village by... Yeah, uh, IFC, IFC by, I have Theater. A, yeah. yeah, I have an independent one by my crib on uh, Lefferts Q Gardens. Shout yeah. out. I love that theater. Isn't it amazing? It's just so intimate. and Still cheap. Cheap. Wow. Good popcorn. Mm-hmm. Very important, actually. It is no important. joke. No yeah. joke. It's not. Yes, it, it is. is. Yes, it uh, is. I don't like popcorn at all. It's kind of gross. Who are you? You have that stomach thing that we got to talk no. about later. It gets stuck in your teeth. You got it. No. It, it does get annoying that it gets stuck in your teeth. All, but if, also, if, I'm like, if popcorn is in, put in front of my face, I'm never gonna be like, no. Nah, no, no, no. Uh, but good, good, yo, good fresh air popcorn. Yeah, it's gotta be good. It though. doesn't get stuck in your teeth. Only also, the kernels on the bottom. Remember, remember when Sadie brought us popcorn? Yes. This is the commercial part of the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Popcorn doesn't really have. Good. Doesn't have. It's hullless. Yeah, it's good. I mean, amazing. And, it's and what? It's hull. It has no hull. Hullless. It's what's the hull? That's like the, the kernel kind yeah. of. It's the thing that gets stuck in your teeth. It's, it's, it's magic. It's popcorn without that. Yeah. Yes. It's magic. That's a game changer, right? Magic. So good. All right, back yeah. to the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it was just so good. Like we were we were talking about like you know with what happened with. <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> Thank you, guys. These guys are. I don't know nothing. Okay. So you were talking about like uh, when Kanye came out at Coloring Day, Coloring Book Day. Kanye came out. With <laughs> Kanye came out with a coloring book. <laughs> Nori. Okay. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't okay. Know. Anyway, anywho. Go for it, Al. Um, like who? Who, who today could like elicit that reaction? And, we t- and you mentioned <clears> the Beatles <throat> for a second, but like you watch this documentary, so it's about the the touring years of the Beatles, and they number one, you, you forget that the Beatles as a group did not exist that long. It was like nine years, and then between their first album and their last album, uh, not even I don't think. Um, but they broke up 69, 70? Uh, I think 70 officially, but the like, last album was, might have been 69. Um, With that rooftop performance. Thing. Right. Um, you didn't but, have a million bands back then, though. I mean, the, the Stones were like the closest things. I mean, there was a lot of bands. They just Dude, didn't, weren't, they they weren't like them. Right. One Hit um, Wonders. A lot of One Hit Wonders oh, bands. There was nothing like the Beatles. Are you kidding me? The Who? Okay, but they no, they were later, that, and it was that's different. not like but as they were poppy around. and like they were around back then. Girl Something about my generation was already out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, it was. I said the whole like it's just called my generation. Yes, uh, they were like that. That was like sixty six, sixty seven. Doors, Doors was seventy. Right. No, no, no. Doors, Doors had an yeah, offer to that, do Woodstock. Doors is more hippie. Right. This is pop you know, music. The, 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 the who didn't have number one hits. The Who didn't Shea have Shea Stadium the, full packed. The Who didn't have five singles 
in the top five what's, at the same time. Uh, what's the show that they came when they first Ed came? Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Like Ed Sullivan. Like that, that situation has that's not happened too since, right. since Beatles and Elvis. Literally half right. the country was watching that, which would never ever happen today. Half the country won't watch anything today. But that's last week. They watched I don't even think. Crap. I don't think half the country was watching. It was like ninety million the, viewers. Yeah, the debate was ridiculous. Right. It was yeah, ridiculous just because you consider the, country, the fact though, that yeah. there right. are a billion more options that you can watch today right. than then. Right, which is why that won't ever happen again. Yeah, they, you exactly. Know, even the biggest, even the, the biggest pop act that's out right now, even like uh, the, the, I would say the biggest like pop act right now is, is Adele in terms of like record sales, in terms of chart success, etc. But she. She is not, nowhere near making the... No one will ever make the impact the Beatles did. No. And you realize, like, so they were touring. In those touring years, the reason why they stopped touring is, number one, it was because I realized no one, like, when bands were toured, there wasn't such a thing as doing a stadium. There wasn't such a thing as even doing an arena. Like, the, you would play, like, little hall, concert halls that were, like, a thousand people, maybe a couple hundred, like, several hundred people. That's what you play. 1,500. Maybe. And, but, and, and also, like, from a techie standpoint, there was no such thing as, like, monitors on the stage to hear yourself. That did not exist. There wasn't such a thing as, like, split the snake up mm. so you could... There, it did not exist. You're saying in the 60s. Yes, at that time, from okay. 60 to 65. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. So, like, literally, they would have their amps and the drums, and Ringo Starwood in the documentary, and has always famously said that the only way he could know where he was in the song is he would literally watch the, the butts of the guys and then bouncing, and that's how they would know. <laughs> Seriously. That's how he, that's the only, because he, he couldn't hear, he couldn't hear them. All you would hear is, he would that's maybe crazy. hear his drums and hear screaming oh my God. for 45 minutes. Just screaming. That's crazy. Like, that's a lot of work. And, right, and then, and then, and then as obviously they, you know, it was like it was Beatlemania. It was crazy. So then they started going from the little concert. I'll say, okay, you know what? Because it was getting unsafe. The cities that the Beatles would come to be like, listen, you're you, you can't play this. Seven, yeah. We're not gonna have this play in this seven hundred seat place. And there's twenty thousand people literally outside just trying to get a glimpse of you. Yeah, yeah. my grandfather always says that he worked in the uh, the film processing house. Like I think it was like a block or two away from uh, where Sullivan was recorded. Uh-huh. And he saw like the crazy crowds, and it was just like absolute mayhem of right. screaming women. Right. And he was just like, "What the hell's going on?" And then he got word that the Beatles were were there, and he said it was like the most craziest Crazy. thing like he's ever 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 seen yeah it's not man and then the best although part- uh, but you know you know that um they do say that uh all time like that's u.s though like globally right. uh they say oasis is the biggest uk band of all time like not like, like as far as sales and everything well, yeah probably Who's they oh they just refer to them as well, the, i think the, the, biggest- the numbers wise but i think uh beetle like they, I mean, the Beatles were like they were like the they were like the first like international star group. No, totally. Like they were the first ones that like there was no such thing as like an artist being number one around the world. Yeah. So the Beatles happened. Yeah. Even Correct. Elvis. Correct. Um, and then and then the crazy part. Although is they, they Elvis was their biggest influence. Oh, I, I, Elvis was the biggest influence oh. to everybody and oh, Everly Brother and, and Everly Brothers especially and uh you know Chuck all the early American yeah. rock roll. Yeah. Um. And then so Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Wait, Alex wait, wait, has been wait. trying to make Chuck, this point for three times you and you've interrupted Chuck, you him said, three yeah, times. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you said Elvis was an inspiration to Chuck Berry? No, to the Beatles. Oh, okay. And Chuck Berry was an inspiration to the Beatles. Yeah. They covered his songs all the time. Yeah. Um, 
And oh, the biggest thing is that so as that they they outgrow the cities say okay we don't we, you can't come because if if you're gonna play in these little 700 seat concert halls you gotta we're, we're gonna put you in football stadiums and baseball stadiums and literally again like I said no one had ever done that so technic the from a techie side there was no such thing as a concert PA system the Beatles went to Shea Stadium they literally were patched into like. The little horn speakers that yep. were for public address yep. system. Yep. That sound like this. Yeah. And that's what they played through, and they had no monitors. Yeah. Yeah. And there was no subs and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, there was nothing. And they uh-huh. said they you're literally up there. They had like the big. They 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 got special made like guitar amps and bass amps for them. Like it was like from Britain. There was like the like hundred. And then it was a. It was they said it was the biggest, the yeah. most powerful amps they had ever made. They were hundred watts. Holy cow! So there, was, there wasn't even such a thing as like Marshall Stack because no one ever thought that you ever needed you need that, that much. No, yeah. because no, you you would play a club. That's crazy. Like most most you, you bought a guitar amp, you were you were mostly going to play in a club. At the, that was the biggest place you'd ever play, little hundred seat little cramped place. So they're up there, they can't they can't hear they they literally can't hear anything. And it's amazing you listen. And what's crazy is that um, they put out a um, live album when they were at the Hollywood Bowl in '64. And it's and they somehow found a way to clean up the screaming, which is a big technical fear. I read about it that because before they cleaned it up, it literally was like screaming and a little bit of Beatles. But they find a way to make where it sounds like it sounds like oh they they remastered it yes and, did and that? they oh, yeah, okay. and they went and they, and they cleaned oh, out they they lowered the screaming it's still there pretty prominently that's crazy but you can actually hear what the guys are doing and it sounds it actually sounds great it shows you how great of a band they were they're actually singing mostly very well in tune. Um and they're they're playing in tune. Everything sounds good. They're, they're, the band's tight. And you and then I, okay, sure, it's a Beatles, a great band. They couldn't hear anything. Yeah. They that, could not hear anything. That's the part that's huge. And well, it tells you that um, if you read this, uh, what's the Malcolm Gladwell book? I think I think it's called Ten Thousand. Something about where he talks about you, for to master anything, you have to do it for ten thousand hours. Mm-hmm. And the Beatles, they they would before they became big in the early sixties when they were like eighteen, nineteen. They were playing in Germany, in, in England, and then they went to Germany and played like five, they would play two shows a night for five nights a week. Yeah. And they would play, and they had to play everything they knew. So they at that learning. point, they were like a muscle Mary Marie kicking in was a, probably a good factor yep. in it. Yep. Right. So by the time they, they got a hit, they, mm-hmm. they were a, a lock solid unit. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you hear about the, do you ever see that documentary, The Fifth Beatle? About uh, Stuart, Stuart something? I thought it was the best. Pete Best was the fifth Beatle. No. He was, it was the producer, right? No. There was a, another member of the Beatles when they were rocking in Germany. I thought that was Pete Best. No. The drummer. His name's Stuart, Stuart something. Well, he was probably the he first was, drummer. He was an artist. Uh, I don't think he was a drummer. Yeah, I don't think he was a drummer. He was like another guitar player, actually. It's really interesting. So, uh, and he was, he, uh, he was actually an artist and fell in love with a girl in Germany and, uh, him and McCartney got into a fight over her Oh, and apparently oh like he like rocked them in the head and they say girl like, is like a rumor. What is my, um, yeah. And apparently he like rocked, he like hit him in the head and there's, there is rumored that that eventually like how he passed away, wow. but this, this dude died, but he stood in Germany to, to fall, to stay with this girl and, um, and pursue his career as an artist. And he's on, I think, like three recordings of the Beatles. It's crazy. Stuart something. I forgot his name. It's a really good documentary. It's called The Fifth Beatle. I think it's called The Fifth Beatle. Seinfeld the dog wants to play. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Sorry, buddy. Oh. Can't play now. It's all right. <laughs> Everyone's like, huh? Um, I saw the Hamilton documentary. How was yes. that? Oh, oh, yes. 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 
Tell us, Tiff. Tell us. Let's get into the tip when section. When is that coming out? It's coming out October 21st, I think is the date, on, uh, on PBS. PBS. Yes. That's going to be great. Lynn yeah. was there. Uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry, who plays Angelica in Hamilton, she was there. And uh, the director, Alex Horowitz, was there. And hey, also um, Ron Chernow, who wrote the Hamilton yeah, 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 yeah. book uh-huh. that, that obviously oh, that's like, so started cool. this whole thing. Yeah. And uh, so they were all there to talk about it after it played. The doc is great. It's just so enjoyable. It gives you, uh, I was telling Alex this earlier, Alex Horwitz, who directed it, started filming back in 2008. This is crazy. So you get to see, you get to see Lynn um, in process of writing. Uh, you get to see, see some of the places in which he wrote. So I wish you had like a bootleg like, right now. There, there yeah. are some songs that he wrote in Alexander Burr's bedroom, he's written songs um, everywhere, really everywhere. They went to all these historical so places in the process. That. And you, you see him talking about this thing that he knows is going to be big at some point. Right. But still, there's, there was no way he could have foreseen this. Right. And, and some of the things that he says is just so funny when you look at it in 2016 and you, you hear things he says in 2008 or nine, like, we'll see what happens. And you're laughing like, oh, man, you will see what happens. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Won't you see what happens? Right. Everything, you're on the right track, bud. Yeah, everything. And then, of course, they bring in um, the very, very, very like famous moment now when he performs the opening number at the White House. This, that was like back in 09 uh-huh. when he just really had just one song to show for it back before, back when he thought this would maybe be a mixtape originally. And um, even back when he thought it was going to be just one song, you yeah. know, just the whole thing of how it all yeah. just like evolved into this, into this just massive, massive cultural iconic moment. And and then it goes to all the way till this year where it's just him and Obama in the White House talking about it. And, <laughs> you know, they performed they performed it all day um, for some kids in the White House. And of course. It was just, it's just a really good documentary. It I think it will um, satisfy people who haven't seen it yet and have really wanted to. They'll never be satisfied. <laughs> they will never be satisfied. <laughs> who wanted to and wanted to see some scenes of like, what it looks like, what the stage design looks like, a little bit um, more in-depth performances, but then also it will definitely help give people who have seen it just more information that they always want. Unfortunate, um, unfortunate people. Yeah. In it, I, I just couldn't get over Questlove uh, is in it because he's like in so many documentaries as, as, as a knowledgeable source because he is such a knowledgeable source. Is there anybody in more documentaries than Questlove? I, I, don't, I know. don't know. That's a really good question. He's in. We'll into it. I, mean, I would say he definitely he gives competition. I feel like every major musical, or, well, first of all, he also like helped produce Hamilton. Right. The album. The right. album. The album. But, um, I feel like any music, uh, any documentary I've any seen that has anything to do with right. hip hop or yep. music at all in the last ten, five to six yeah, years, f- yeah. um, he's been in it. Yeah. He's he's been in the Michael Jackson yep. documentary I've seen. Wow. Tip been has been just, in a lot too. Yeah, but Quest is definitely because yeah, yeah. Quest is very knowledgeable. Yeah. Because he's such like music. a pop culture person yep. too, so you just see him as a reference point for a lot of things. And like but he, anyway. Questlove says that he he was like I had to see it nine times because there were some references I couldn't get the first eight and wow. you could feel the anger seething through the audience <laughs> like yeah like what you saw it nine times no give me a seat bro yeah <laughs> craziness 
Jeez. And um, come on, bro. I should do like welfare seats. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they're gonna they're gonna do um, more lottery. They're going to increase the amount oh, of lottery oh, seats. Oh, man. I just got so tired and discouraged but doing that. Guys, I'm still doing I it. texted you when tickets were available for regular price, and none of you I can't do regular that. price either. All right, that's, a, that's a problem. I couldn't do... At that moment, I could not do $400 on theater tickets. I couldn't. I could not do it. I think it was less, though, no? It was 200 each. Yeah, it was 199 yeah, right. for each. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, my wife's not having me going by myself. Right. And the... Uh, the Mets are in the playoffs, so yeah, that's where your money's going. <laughs> really? You would you would buy that over over Hamilton tickets? Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, God, yeah, he, de- he would totally. There's an inevitable outcome to your situation. Ooh, oh, and nice. Ham- Hamilton, you know you can have a good time. That is, you know it's amazing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know nice. Wow. I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate that. Now, I'm just being honest. I, I don't go that either was... way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... <laughs> the... <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that surprises me, I mean, that doesn't surprise me, but also I just think that if you knew how well Probably. this was put together production wise, yeah, I, 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 I think, I think there's, there's some doubt in his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's just no, like, it's close. Yeah, it's it's a close thing. I just nothing, nothing is him. Uh, I shouldn't say nothing. Because um, there are a few things that really I think would speak to you, um, just in terms of being stage design. Art. I think art came like I'm I'm 31, and art came into my life heavily probably the last 15 years. Okay. Right? Baseball has Mets specifically. Met baseball has been my entire life, and it's all I've ever known. So yeah, but your, your life, your life, like oh, again, I'm sorry. And I've never been able to witness that my team successful in my lifetime, or on that on such a big stage. I've never been there. Until I've been until last this last one. I've gone to concerts. I've gone to shows. Didn't that, they do good last year or something like that? That's what I'm saying. Oh, so oh. I, I went to I went to the the. The game, uh, the game before they made it into the World Series, and it was the most unbelievable experience I've ever had in any live event. So ever. you want to repeat that this year? Totally. Oh yeah. Instead of instead of seeing a brand new. Because you still have a, a shot. There's, there's still that. There's still, I saw what you did there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just I got I got I to gotta take it while it's hot right now. I, I don't. Know I would when say it could the same again. thing for Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. I, again, it's it's. It, it it is a conversation, it it's but cheap. it's yeah. Met 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 baseball is is pretty big for me. I'm, I'm mm. Hamilton's up there. Don't get me wrong, and I really really want to see it. But now you're more invested in the Mets. I I'm, just think I th- I just think art revolves like your life revolves around art more than it does yeah, baseball. Yeah, I, th- I would say I would say and that because too. you're a creative, and I and would say the, the just the level of importance of New York as a city in yeah. Hamilton of the production of the hip hop samples. I am and Met baseball, surprised. Met baseball is also beyond my life. Like it's my family. What mm-hmm. we've been rooting for beyond before I was born, before <laughs> before my dad was born. Like yeah. it's all we. They won in '86. They I won, know, they did. but I was one. I never experienced it. No, I'm saying for your family. Yeah, cool, but it's just. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's also been 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, the freaking Knicks, 40 years. Yeah, yeah, I've been waiting my whole life, literally. <laughs> I have been too, and I'm and I'm old. <laughs> um, yeah, 
I mean, I mean, I'm I'm getting annoyed that I've been waiting like six years for the last Yankees since last last Yankees, seven years since when the last it, Yankees. When did they sign Phil? Phil three years ago. Jackson. Yeah, three years ago, two years ago. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I'm done with the Knicks. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not. See that? See that? That's what kills me. Like you're Why? done with the Knicks, but the Mets, you give them you give them man love. Yeah, I'm 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 more into baseball than oh, okay. basketball. Okay. I don't I don't like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really entertained by that. Yeah. You're cuffing your mic. That's why it got weird. <coughs> yeah. And I'm not big. Yeah. Baseball's been my entire life. I A few weeks ago, I posted, like, me six years old and saying my favorite player was Daryl Strawberry yeah. and the New York Mets. Uh, Daryl Strawberry is one of my favorite players, and so is Dwight Gooding. The first yeah. the first human I idolized. And that was a he was He was playing when when before, like, 86 uh, right. He came in in 84. He was 84 he came in. He came in? And Gooden came in No, 85. but I'm saying like just like the World Series, you were you were too young then, right? Yeah. And he so left when 91. did you become aware? He left 91? Oh, okay. 90, 91, I think. Yeah. 91 or 92. Well, I have one more movie that I saw at the what New York up? Film Festival. I mean, I, I saw a few more, but the one that I just like. Yeah. Uh, what is that? I saw you tweet just like. Yeah. Which which one? Well, okay. Well, you you might be talking about the one from last night, which was Moonlight and is amazing. But... Opening night of the New York Film Festival. First of all, a documentary has never opened the New York Film Festival before until this year. Mm. Then they picked Ava DuVernay's 13th, which is um, named after the 13th Amendment, the, which is the amendment that abolished slavery. And it says slavery shall be abolished except Prison. during, yes, exactly, um, punishment of crime yeah. for criminals. And her documentary is all centered around the fact the that the prison system was the loophole of the 13th Amendment Oof. that allowed people to extend slavery. Oof. And I can't even tell you, oh, I've, I've, never, I've, I've never had an experience that I had watching this. Uh, first of all, this hits Netflix in three days. So on Friday, you could see it. Oh, Ooh. hello. Second of all, I've, I've never... I saw it in a theater, so it was much a much more immersive experience. It's a dark theater. Also, everyone in the theater is probably like-minded with you in terms of watching what they're about to watch. They're probably very much in support of her and her work and everything that, that she wants to get across to you. And seeing some of the things that you see and hearing some of these messages, it's it's like heartbreaking. And I I, I cried so hard. I not in not in a way that's like oh this film is so beautiful so touching and sobbing but no i like People. i was like angry and i cried and i had to stifle like sobs of hurt and pain because when you think of the fact that when slavery got abolished and then they used that amendment and would see young black men on the street loitering and not really doing much else they would arrest them put them right back on the chain gang and have them work for free yep. to help rebuild the economic disarray that was in the South after freeing all these people that were once working, you know, free. <laughs> and, and, and that became a formula. Like mm. whether people, again, this kind of goes back to the racist conversation, like whether people think they're racist or not nowadays, um, you may not have it a specific intention of arresting or punishing or, or anything to a specific type of person of a race or ethnicity, but you're following a formula that has been established years, mm. years mm. ago. And this is a blueprint. Someone created a blueprint for this. And you're just kind of going along with the rules that were made 
in a certain way. And even as just like symbolically, you walk into a jail, who's there? It's all black and Latino men. And just like symbolically, what, is, what message does that say? It says that black and Latino men are more criminal than anyone else. That's just like, that's the symbol. That's action. That's the action that's being like presented to you. Right. And so it just goes into this wide historic, there's so much information loaded upon you that you might need to watch it a few more times, but you might not want to watch it a few more times because some of the footage heavy stuff. is really, really heavy. They go into yeah. Emmett Till. They go into slaughter of uh, Black Panther leaders. They go into FBI involvement, involvement and things. They go wow. into corporations who are being paid, who are making so much money off the Private prison system. Yeah. Yeah, they go into... That's scary, too. They go into the fact that it's just like, it's, it seems impossible to stop. Right. And, and you feel hopeless, but then you also feel like if people, if this could get out there and if everyone could watch this and if everyone could know about some of this stuff, because a lot of this stuff I did not know about... Um, then think a conversation could be started that could really help things. And so I just like need to tell people that to watch this, to watch 13th. Yeah. My father-in-law works for an organization that actually like helps and mentors people, uh, incarcerated and when they get mm -hmm. out reestablishing themselves and, and, uh, pairing them up with mentors and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, Man, he has a lot of hard time getting people to like volunteer their time to do something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a it, it's a it's a real issue. I but I think that, um, yeah, I I'm, I really like the reform that takes place inside. Like uh, you see side by sides like European uh, prisons, and I don't right. know if it goes into that in the documentary. No, but but, um, no, but Michael Moore's Where to Invade Next mm. does. Yeah. The, Michael Moore's Where to Invade Next goes to a prison. I don't I um <laughs> I don't remember if it was in Iceland or yeah. somewhere, but he does look at how they treat it as you serve your time, and this was something that you need to take care of and then you can actually move on with your life after yeah. you serve your sentence yeah. whereas in america if you are in jail for something for a certain crime you're probably going to still be paying for it for the rest of your life yeah. you're probably not going to be able to get a job again like forget your dreams like yeah. right. you're, you're going to just want a job you're not going to be able to achieve whatever it was you dreamed of doing when you were a child if you get arrested for a certain kind of crime. Right. It's just not going to happen. They go heavy into the Rockefeller laws and how mm -hmm. someone holding the same, like the type of person that would have um, the same amount of cocaine versus the same amount of crack, you know, the, and, you know, obviously crack was more and more distributed in black and Latino neighborhoods mm -hmm. than cocaine in white neighborhoods. And so just naturally that becomes white, men serving way less or women serving way mm -hmm. less time mm -hmm. than black or Latino men or women because of how the laws with crack were. Like, yeah. it's just... Did you see, um, uh, they had this Vice documentary that uh, uh, this journalist wanted to go in as an inmate. Mm. And uh, it, it was pretty interesting. Like, he, didn't, he, he just wanted to go in and, and see, like, what crew he should rock with. A straight white kid or whatever. So, like, no, you go over there with the... You know what kind of messes with me though, and just me being honest, is that just you know, I mean it's been a big topic of debate also, is just a stop and fristing. Like 
As a New Yorker, no, like we cannot deny though that New York City, and not to belittle anything that's going on, but things like stop and frisk and how uh, uh, you know New York City did get cleaned up. Like what? Yeah, but but the it's, definition of what's cleaned up, and if it's young Latinos and African American men that you stop and frisk and you had a joint, and so now you're serving five years in prison. Yeah, that's that's the problem, right. you know. what I'm saying stuff like that, and then because of that. You might resort to a crime because now you have a felony if it's a felony, and it's just like a big giant yeah. snowball. They're not stopping frisking teenage boys going onto the platform right. of the LIR in Douglaston. That's right. like why is that not happening? It's, right. it's like it's exactly. just it's just a racist form. I, well, of I don't know about racist because because I mean I look kind of white and I've been. Stopped for several times. You don't look white. Yeah, you don't look white. I don't know where you get that I don't from. Know. <laughs> you, you don't, don't look, look white. white. When I keep, I'm Spanish. I, I hear it. Like, you don't look white. No way. You don't look white. You I might, mean, you might look know, white just, to a very dark Latino person, but a white guy's gonna be like, you're not white. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the point is, the point is, white people do not get stopped and frisked. No, I don't think that's true. Because that's I, not I feel true. Like, I, don't, I, I feel like I have had a, a fair share of... Fr- like, I don't like kids that were Crips growing up in the hood, no? And they didn't get first. Absolutely. But anyone who was black Absolutely. or Latino... But, that's also, but that also goes to a demographic, a geographical thing, too. Right. So, it... it race, but that's not race. But I'm saying, geographically, mm-hmm. race, it's, it's ties into, right? race ties into locations. Right. And so that's what happens. They're very, very closely related. It's not... So it's, like like Wood Williamsburg and and Bushwick and Greenpoint and like these areas or Bed Stuy like up and coming, would they exist if that didn't if Stop and Frisk didn't? Maybe that was yes. the point. What they would exist. No. The point was that they wanted to clean it. They wanted to get more. Uh... It's just an argument also, in my mind. I don't, I'm sorry. People I, I gotta getting, find people it. People getting jumped and I, robbed in Williamsburg yeah. right now. I gotta find my, this article, but, but there have been a lot of articles that have also reported that stop and frisk was not successful by the numbers. It was not like a game changer. It so was, what's it didn't cha- do... what changed under the Giuliani administration that had made New York City substantially? He cleaned up Times Square. He moved the homeless people out. He but he, he he would say you he could got say all something like that is businesses and corporations involved in yeah in he made it clean enough to to be like yo come 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 a lot of dot com started coming in Disney came in a, a lot of police he's presence. very vocal on he's the one that started first off it's st- it, stopping first it's not good though it's still it's still racist and and what's he saying now you know it's not. He's he's crazier now still, than he was before. Yeah. I I know that's oh, what I'm okay, leading yeah. to. I think I'm leading to the fact yeah, that I think he's it's it's definitely like a trip right now. He's just trying. I think I think he he. Tell you something. I think he recognized like he wasn't relevant for like a little while, and like he's like, oh, let me jump on this bad wagon and say right. whatever the hell I want. I think it's more like that than, yeah. Oh, what? What? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I, it's just it's it's a genuine argument in my mind. Just like. Profiling is wrong, and we need to figure something out. But at the same time, like I could, streets are, streets is watching. Yeah, man, it's weird, man. Look, protect and serve. You need more cops patrolling. You need more cops that have relationships within the communities that they're in. You you need more. You need the people, the higher ups of the cops, to train and 
and teach people the right way. The and whole not, department, yeah. the, the, every department in the United just States needs, needs to training for this yeah, stuff. Yeah, everything completely needs to be turned around. There also I, needs I, to not be an incentive to arrest people. Right. But uh, I'm sorry. But what do you mean? There's incentives? You don't That's think part of it, yeah. I'm sorry. There are quotas. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah like that, that, like, that needs that, to change. That needs That's to not exist. You got a bonus this month. You got yeah. this many crooks. <laughs> Yeah, that's but felonies. also that, but that too, but like it, just it like is, encouragement yeah. among peers within yeah. police, like to be like, oh yeah, you got like no, yeah, yeah, th- yeah, this yeah. shouldn't be a thing to be proud of. I'm sorry, right. but uh, didn't wasn't Dinkins all about that? And he did like New York City was worse than ever, bro. Uh, everyone was just happy we had a also, black mayor. I, it, I don't remember nothing else about it. What I do know is that he was uh, a catalyst for getting a lot of the roads worked on. At the end of the 80s, beginning of the 90s, but I, I don't know what else he did. You don't remember that? That he was just like, we cannot use force. We must not use force. You know, that's like his famous quote. No? And literally, there was riots <laughs> all throughout the street. I don't know any Dinkins streets. quotes. No? no? For real. <laughs> Seriously. We cannot use force. We must not use yeah, force. Yeah, it's... it's uh, I gotta look it up. Sound like a I wanna, I wanna like look up Dinkins quotes. <laughs> it might be true because back then, um, they had some riots. That's not riots, but... You know the Crown Heights stuff like right. went down when uh, that kid. Well, that wasn't a police forcing. That was a a Jewish black thing. That was a race thing. Right, but the police had to come and like intervene right. and like. Right. So I don't know if it, it stems from that but, whole situation. But I mean, it was all. But I mean, it might have stemmed from. But that was like when it was the Rodney really, King. It might have stemmed from the Rodney King stuff. Yeah. That was ninety one, ninety two. It's two. Uh, two, one, Later two. Later. 91, 92 was the, the trial. When, yes. And then there, it was the L.A. riots when they got mm-hmm. acquitted. Was, what did he do? He did 88 to 92? 88 to 90, I think it was 88 Dinkins? to 92. Or 89 to 92. Dinkins did. 89 80, to 93. Yeah, 88 to 92. Oh, yeah. In office, 90 to 93. 90 to 93. Okay, 90 yeah. 93. 90 to 93. He was the borough president before that. Before, yeah. He fought in World War II. That's pretty crazy. It's pretty old. Yeah. yeah, he was old. Did he pass? Did I don't think so. No, no, he's still around. I think in 2007. Anyway. He's still around. He was just had something. I forgot what it was. Uh... Yeah, it, Julie, what it was is that for whatever reason, and when, under Dinkins, the crime, at least statistically, was up and stuff, and then Giuliani came and people were so, they want, everybody wanted somebody to crack down and by whatever is being well, necessary. Yeah, and he was mm-hmm. a prosecutor. He just right. went against the mafia before yep. that. Like, you know, he was about that he stuff. He went against Wall that, Street. That was like his angle and, you know, it, it wasn't just him. There was a collective of people that wanted to bring more money into New York right. and make it more of an attraction. So, that's what he felt like he needed to do. And the city needed money at that time. Okay. Oh, the but city always He didn't money. do just money things. Let's not get it twisted. He was the one that put his hand down, harsher crimes, I mean, harsher harsher penalties for things. He went in. Yeah. No, but that... The, and that's the what interest, changed New York City. The interest was getting big companies, Fortune 500, to come yeah. That's not his big. Stay. That's not his big spiel. He had to clean that joint up. I'm telling you why he had to clean it up, though. It right. wasn't before that. That was a result of him cleaning up, right, right, right. But moving what, what, the homeless people out of Times Square. Like they told Disney, "Yo, we're gonna get it clean down here. Don't worry, we're gonna get rid of all these porno theaters." How did he get it clean? He pushed people out. Oh. They moved. They physically took homeless people and moved them out of Times Square. Probably with they didn't Stop say, "Yo, can you get up and not sleep there?" We got you know. Probably with something like Stop and Frisk, though. No. You don't think oh, that, that was oh, one, that of, the was one that... of the things? That was like the regular people walking around and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pimps and prostitutes and all that stuff. 40, 42nd Street was crazy back in the day. 
No. You go between like eighth and seventh, it was all porno theaters. Right. All. None of those movie theaters, all the stuff that's there now, nothing was there. The Ford Theater, that, was, that, that wasn't there. That Disney, the Amsterdam right. Theater. None of us there. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm for or against or anything. I'm just saying that there's something that happened. He did under something. The Julie, and he it was having an iron fist with a lot of... And his big came to fame was stop and frisk. So, like... Well, I don't know if that was his main... Well, that was... He started it. it, it, it went That's... When you, it, it, it was a collection of stop and frisk, um, beefing up the police thing, moving out the homeless... You know, there was a lot of different things. But yeah, even if he started or not, I still think it's racist and it's not right. I think, okay, I don't think the way it's, it can be done with racist motivation, the act in and of itself doesn't have to be racist. But it's because, it, 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 in principle, it shouldn't be racist. It can't, it can't, you're, you're right, but the problem is they use racial profiling. Well, yeah, which is to, the, which the problem. To do it. If they use cyber first and actually just like, didn't look at race and they looked at, but then again, if you well, what is it though? Like, why are you stopping frisking people? Like, what? What? Like, well, that's 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 the thing. It's though. an invasion of privacy. It's not constitutional. Like, why? You know, if you were patrolling the streets more, I think if you had more people patrolling, walking, not just driving around, you had cops that were engaged with the community, like they used to be back in the day. Like, they would know when something's not right. And that joint ain't work, Dre. <laughs> it yeah. did. It being did. Being harsh and being a, a, a harsher figure of authority was was the thing that that ultimately cleaned up. New Th- York that's City. that's no, my dude, thing. That's I, not true. So having, saying, true. having relation, or I, I, they do have to. I think they there has to be a, a bounce of both. But you have to. I th- I do think that police are are figures of authority, and we do have to honor and and and. That has nothing to do with being harsh. That has nothing to do with being racist. That has nothing to do with with going against people's constitutional rights. And it has nothing to do with learning the community that you're serving. Right. Like the you you're you're supposed to protect and serve. That's so right. If you don't know the community that you're serving, if you don't know the people, if you don't get to know the people, then when someone runs up on you wearing a hoodie, you can't make the judgment on whether you know this kid or not, and then you start to react in a in a way that you are not supposed to react, and then what happens? Cool. I, I, and I do think that... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying like that stuff, it, it, it does help, but the thing that came through and changed New York City was stop and frisk. No. It, stop it's and, not. Why are you... Why stop and frisk your, what changed uh, your New York answer City, of the savior what of New York City? What changed New York City was the it, people of New York City. It, That's what changed New York City. No. Yes. Uh, yes, um, the economy started getting people better... Crack wasn't as crazy as it used to be. Like things just started getting better because people stopped stop and frisk. So you think, my, so you think people saying, just stopped doing crack? They, they stopped. No, yeah. <laughs> crack is not what it used to be. Why do you think? Yeah, because it's not, not there. Because they wanted. The, what do you mean it's not there? No, it's, it's there. there. It's so there. people said, "Oh, the people that were doing crack said, okay, 'Okay, I'm going to stop now.' They all people died. Said people went to jail. Uh, right. And how? But, why, oh, they went to jail. <laughs> They went to jail. Yeah. What a concept. <laughs> but that's not necessarily because of stopping yeah. frisk. Yeah, well, stopping frisk is not the number one like thing. Getting it's not the solution. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm laws. saying that it was the it was the thing that did change New York City. That's no, what it wasn't though. You're saying uh, that was the answer. That's why New York changed. I'm not saying it's the, it. It's, you just said it. You said that's one. Right. What, I'm what not saying New it's York. the. We have to find a solution that gets our police officers engaged in the communities, just like what you're saying. 
But what I am saying is that when we did have stop and frisk, it did change New York. We need to find some middle ground of this, which I don't know what that thing is. It's not stop and frisk. It's also like not like they were... Not like stop and frisk was being so effective in in finding the bad guys. It was that people were like, yo, police are stopping all of us. Like, if anything, it was more of a fear thing it, and not not an actual answer, not not an actual crime stopper. Well, it, I would say it, it was a deterrent because now dudes are thinking twice. But it was juking the stats. They had quotas that they had to meet because yeah. of Dinkins and stuff. And so they just started locking man. You know what that up. reminds me of? Like the football helmet that they, they wear the stickers like for doing something cool? Oh, good. oh yeah, sorry. yeah. That's kind of like... Anyway, sorry. We both don't know about that oh. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I, I, I think um, you know, the, 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 real, the real criminals just, they kind of stay where they were. And that's why certain parts of New York stay really bad, but Manhattan stayed really good, or Midtown and Downtown stayed really good. Yeah, and then and then that was, I mean, with this current debate, that's one of the things is that they they uh, the Blasio cut stop and frisk, like they they don't do it anymore. Right, right. They completely stopped it. But then he's we'll, married to an African American woman. I would think that he would stop that. Okay. That's just, yeah. But but then we're still not satisfied with our current police department. They're not even stopping frisk anymore. Like it wasn't. Yeah. It's, it's a mess. Because that's not the only problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. You're right. Look, I, 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 don't, I'm just, I don't think... I'm just putting stuff think, out there. I don't I, think I, there's I, one answer, and I don't think there's one mayor that's going yeah. to satisfy all of us. I think, I think honestly, like... So we're I was stuck glad, where we are. I was no, glad... No, 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 no. No, you're not stuck where you are, but certain... You, you got to pick and choose your battles. Mm. A pastor, a leader... A mayor, a president, you know what I'm saying? There's certain things that Obama chose to, you know, work on that, you know, Hillary or whoever else is gonna work on when they're in. it's gonna be totally different. You know what I'm saying? So But all this to say, thirteenth on Friday <laughs> um is I really think everyone should watch it. What and I wanna see it so badly. Yeah. And and I'm, guys, I don't I don't want to sound crying. like I'm for or against crying. any of this. You're like, oh, I hate stopping uh, frisk, man. No, it's not that. It's that I I just I don't know. I really don't know. I, I'm going. I'm trying to come up with my own. I like I like that answer, and not stopping frisk was the reason why New York got cleaned up. That, and this that is good is that is a reason though. I don't know so if that's the current solution. There's no. so much information. <laughs> it's a reason why provided. a lot of people got locked up. Yeah, a lot of people were arrested for it. And and people yeah. who have had to be in jail for a very, 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 very long time for very petty crimes. Right. And totally. That that's okay. But anyway, that's um there's so much information in this documentary, it's like overwhelming. But um, I imagine sorry, imagine when we were doing our thing, you know what I'm saying, smoking weed or whatever. Any any self destruction stuff like when we were younger and we would have got like my whole my whole future would have been so different if yeah. I would have got arrested for like having a blunt or rolling rolling a blunt in the, in the city or something like that. Well, that's because of stopping first. Well, that's one like of that. the points of this is that so you go back fifty years, think about people who like what what position are people not in now right. because of what's happened for them gener- generations ago because of what people were arrested for generations ago, and it just kind of trickles down like. Where do you, how far up can you go when you're, where you start is so low because right. you have been fighting for survival. That's sad. Like I would be so crying long. just to yeah. think about 
the it thousands of people. It really like it yeah. just I haven't yeah. been able to stop thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. I, what, what I just I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say it. Say I'm, it. Now I'm gonna say it. Like okay, so <sighs> the, I, but what the trick would be? So, oh. Okay, the, someone has to what they have. Someone has to out there figure out. You know, okay. So we don't want to lock somebody up and mess somebody's record up for life because of smoking a blunt. <laughs> but where, where, where's where's the line? Where's the line? Where's what line? The line of okay, are we? This is who's gonna make that line? Okay, this gets you. This doing this should mess you up for life. Doing this shouldn't. Where's the line? Is it is it five times getting caught for smoking a blunt? Is it a, another type of drug? Is it a stronger drug? Yeah, you're, a not, drug? you're not specifically saying that. You're using that as an example. Yes, like, where's um, the line with a lot of these laws right. and things that we have in place? Right. And there seems to be no middle ground. Right. And, and and that's actually just... There is a middle ground. Because there people, are people... Uh, I don't think so. but there people are, are not choosing to, to do... I don't know. But you're not going to keep pe- everybody... I think that's a, that's that's my also my issue with... with um, oh, my gosh. Democratic socialism is just that people come from different walks of life with different standards and different, and we are the melting pot and we're dealing with different views on things like that. And we will continue to deal with that when people are coming in with, from different countries with the melting pot of the world. So what do you say? I don't, I don't know the solution. There's no place like America About letting on people Earth. into America? No, I'm saying that we're. I don't know what democratic socialism is, so forgive me. It's a government of the people. So when you have a government of 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 the people, right? Right, completely. Right, well, not completely. Right, but a politician that is is for for the people. He's the voice of the people. Uh, That gets kind of mixed up when the people are from different backgrounds and different. Aspects on life. It's like oh, a okay. chef, uh-huh. and you like this cuisine, you like mm-hmm. this cuisine, you like this cuisine. You're trying you like to cater cuisine. to so many You're different people and cultures. So, you end up so how are we going to find that line? How are we going to find that 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 balance when you come you, from? You got to go world. by what's. You, I think. I, look, I don't have all the answers, but I think you would go with what's right for the uh, for the majority of people. That's if someone's doing drugs against themselves and they're hurting their own lives, like. I'm not going to be looking to lock that guy up over the guy who's like distributing to thousands of people. Like, go for the guy who's distributing, not the guy who's smoking weed in the corner in an alleyway. You know what I'm saying? Go like, help him. Go get him rehab. No, no, no. As a cop, you don't have time right. for all that stuff. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You have other people, rehab people, and, you know, urban missionaries and stuff like that. Like, I, you have to prioritize. And, 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 you know, everyone has different priorities, but I think. There's got to be a consensus in the government where they say this is how we need to. And I don't know. I, I think it should be like nationwide. I don't think it should just be citywide. Obviously, there's some things that are different for New York than there are Amarillo, Texas. But um, you got to prioritize and, and what's going to affect negative, negatively or positively the whole and make decisions based on that. But some of it contradicts harshly, right? Like... I could say something, or I could, I could wear my hat a certain way that offends people in another country. Like it's, it's. We're not talking about another country, though. Or someone co- that came from another country. Let me say. Ah, totally, dude. I, yeah. I mean, I get offended by some things that other people. I sometimes get offended by something someone from another country does here. You know what I'm saying? And and there's nothing I could do about that. You know right. what I'm saying? If you don't want to wear deodorant, that's your choice. <laughs> 
That's a that's a great analogy though. You know, I'm laughing, but, but like if you're, you're on an L train and it's hot, like that's that's really right. invasive. That's like yo, you're in we're in a shared space. And you smell like twelve men playing five five games of full court <laughs> oh <my> basketball. <laughs> the analogy in a long came Polly. <laughs> but like that's that's just a yes. small silly thing of of you know. But that happens with things other than deodorant. Is is right. what There's, I'm trying to say. That I don't know. I don't know a solution for any of this stuff. I'm just making good. This is heavy. It's not stopping frisk. That's the this solution. is heavy. I never said it was a solution. On that note. I think I think I think we should in the future maybe invite. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Sure. So my, uh, shout yeah. to shout to to Perry. He's so uh, I have a friend <laughs> of mine that has. It's. What? I'm sorry. We should have my boy Perry come. So he's he's. Uh, I was it was my boy from like Southside Jamaica Queens, and. Uh, <laughs> He's a black Republican. He was the one that Chris was rolling blunts with. Nah, never happened. That they should have got never arrested happened. together. Never happened. I was never oh. into that stuff. Sorry. Okay, I was. Uh, I was just into. I definitely was not. <laughs> Could so you anyway, imagine? Um, anyway, he's getting like a lot of slack online because he's a he's a Republican and he's black. Very vocal on who What's he's voting for. Perry Benjamin. It's a good, good, good friend of mine. Uh, we were. He's really a Republican. Cool. He's a black Republican. And Still quite vocal. Yep. Yeah, there's, there's he, like uh, a big controversy with young uh, minority Republicans right now, like whether they stand because Trump is so bad. How about your boy is in a private session? It's him, Ben Carson, and Trump in the in and they're recording the whole, they have like a private like session. Ugh. Ooh, that would be a good show. That'd be <laughs> hard. Man. Throw my Why? cousin in there. He'll give him a little taste. Why? Well, your cousin's a Republican. Carson? I know. Oh. But he's real. He's real with some of the stuff he says, but Carson and Trump with this dude? Why? They're horrible. Carson's cool. No, you don't like Ben Carson at all? Oh, man. We talked about this before. Oh, I mean, I'm not... There's a very things I'm strongly against with him, but he's What not, I was going to say before... He's nowhere near what we have going on. Sure. <laughs> he's horrible. He's an amazing doctor, though. <laughs> he separated He separated conjoined twins. Pretty uh, amazing. So you can't take that away from him. Um... Ben Carson. But I was going to say, we should have a cop on the show. We should have a cop on the oh, show we can get that going. in the future. That's not the... Uh, Alex Cruz, my cousin. Well, Come to show. Just got uh, promoted to detective. We would love to have you on the show. Or maybe Alfonso. We'll see. Oh, nah. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Nah. Oh, nah, whatever. We can make it happen. Nah, I mean, you... Yeah. Let's do it. I, put, it I put on Twitter... Yeah. Twitter that uh, Stop and Frisk was unconstitutional, and I got responses from poli- Ooh. police. Ooh, boy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe you should come to the show. Ooh. <laughs> the political version of our podcast. Anyway, guys. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note. It's been nice. It's been nice. Hey, Ep- I just, episode, I'm sorry. Episode I did, 20. I do have to end just, just, I just saying What this. episodes is? 26. 26. Six. I do have to say this, that I am... I'm really genuinely playing devil's advocate with a lot of these things that I am. Saying. Ah! I do not. I do. At the end, he seriously, says these it. are arguments in my mind constantly with each debate, each article that I'm reading, talk that I have with friends. I I'm trying to make sense of what's going on in our country, in our city that we love, that we grew up in, and 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 yes, I'm trying to formulate it so I, I can I come think, up with my own. I think own. that's okay, and and I'm honored that you feel like you're in a safe space that you can. Well, with all the listeners. Sorry. Did I keep moving in? Yeah, this joint is like 45 <laughs> degrees now. Um, nah, but I think, you know, 
it's and good I'm, that I'm, you can have those questions, whether it's devil's advocate or not. You know, if you're ignorant, you're ignorant. If not, you know what I'm saying. That's the great thing about us all being together that we can. I'm quick to state where I'm ignorant and my where I'm lost in. Yeah, or most of the things I'm that Tiff speaks about, I'm pretty ignorant about. So this is true. Like sticker, what was it? You didn't know that. Like, if you do a good deed in football in college well, football, in college they put football, a sticker. Some sticker. universities they, they have like uh, they'll have the some emblem that you know. No, you didn't know that. And and, and, and for every it's like team, it's, for every team is a little different. Some teams, it's you know, it's you know, it's obvious. It's like touchdowns, but like some teams will give it to like an offensive lineman if they catch I always them on film. What those stickers? Yeah, that's what it's for. Okay. It's cool. so, sometimes it's even academic stuff. It's every school does it differently. Well, I don't know why. Thanks for joining us, guys. <laughs> that was yours. I, I gave mine. Anything? 13th. Watch watch 13th when it when it drops on Netflix. Because I honestly think all the all the questions that a lot of you have, I don't even think you'd ask them after watching this yeah. because there's just too much else to consider. No. And at the end of the day, it's a lot of it is these questions are just too detailed when at the end of the day people are in pain mm-hmm. and Things have not been right for a very long time and way more care needs to be and respect needs to be shown and it's heartbreaking. So hey, when, I, I, when, when I did go to the Aussie um, Fest, mm-hmm. there was this one speaker, I forgot his name, um, but he was saying that uh, the, the question positioned to him was, uh, how do you? How does all the stuff that's going on right now really make you feel? And he was saying that he can sleep at night, actually knowing that these things are spoken about. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty powerful for for me. Just like the awareness that we're getting of this stuff, the 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 wrongs that have been in this society for so long, right, are actually being spoken about on TV. I will and say, news, yeah, you know? I will say, I do you, feel you have no choice right now. I do feel like so many things. Like this is a and I know this must have been said in every generation, but I really do think this is a crazy time to be alive. And I was speaking to um, someone who's just an, an incredible uh, person high up in the film society of Lincoln Center. And I was like, I, I don't, I said exactly that same thing. And I was like, I don't know if you feel that way because, you know, he, he's older than me. He's been through way more eras of, of like historical movements than I have. And he was like, no, this is a different time. Mm. There's, there's something, there are things happening now and there's, there's a lot of bad, but there's a lot of good and there are a lot of changes being spoken about in a way that hasn't been for a very long time and people are having, starting to get voices, even everything and different types of ways because this all fits together. Like it's the same Chance, what Chance is doing is a part of a positive voice in this. What Solange is doing, a seat at the table, this last thing that she just dropped, is a positive voice in this. And it all fits together. What Lynn's doing, it all fits together. And it is some, something that we need in this whole conversation about people being able to live life in a, like everyone else can. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. I'm really excited. <laughs> Okay, you can, no. you, you, you can let it marinate. You can let it marinate. That was pretty deep. Wow. It's tough. I really want to see this movie. I'm really excited. That's pretty great. You're, gonna, you're excited. Oh, totally. I want you to call me after you, you see it. I want you to call me after you see SNL from last week. <laughs> 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 Catch up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Holy <laughs> bro, the weekend news was so good. <laughs> I saw it already. <laughs> All, All right, right guys. Don't <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.